I'm going to be very candid with you. We are living in a computer program reality. Everyone, to Simulation Nation, your format of all things virtual. I'm your host, Johnny Android, and I'm here to keep you informed about all that's happening in the metaverse. Record our episodes live in all space every week, and you can join us from your VR headset, laptop, or PC, offer your opinion, question, or whatever else. Today, we are proud to talk to the sponsor of the show, the From the Barrio Foundation. Dr. Robert Renteria, the founder of this inspiring organization, joins us to discuss all that he and the foundation are involved with. Without further ado, here is our interview. Uh, I am here talking with Dr. Robert. Uh, Dr. Robert, you founded the From the Barrio Foundation. Could you tell us a little bit about it? It's a 501c3 not-for-profit working with at-risk youth, and we're changing and saving lives. What we're doing is, over the course of the last 15 years, we've created a international platform with an academic uh, curriculum that we donate to middle schools and high schools addressing social-emotional learning. And we also have a faith-inspired curriculum to get kids in the Bible study leading to Christ so they can see the promised land. We also donate that curriculum. So we have a bilingual book series. The book that's being taught in middle schools and high schools and various other organizations called From the Barrio to the Boardroom, which is in English and Spanish and digital. We have the graphic novel, which is third grade and people older than us which is in English and Spanish, and it's a high-end comic book. And then we have, for the pre-K, K-1 and 2, we have an activity coloring book called Little Barrio. So we're using this program to inspire boys and girls, men and women, to make better life choices and to steer them away from the bullying, gangs, violence, drugs, school dropouts, and suicides. Yeah, it's an amazing mission. And maybe you could tell us a little bit about your journey through the past 15 years to arrive at where you did. How did this start and how was the journey? Well, good question. How it started was I ran into some gangbangers in front of a restaurant. I was walking in and they said my car was fat. And I said, what do you mean it's fat? And they said, it's cool. How do I get one? So I asked them how old they were and they're 22 and 23. So I invite them in, have a beer with me. And one of the guys looks at me and he says, so what's your secret? I said, what do you mean? He goes, how did I get one of those cars? I was driving a new Mercedes Benz at the time. That's when I still had my business. And uh, I said, get a napkin and a pen from the bartender because I want you to write something down. And he comes back with these big, brown, hungry eyes like I'm going to tell him this massive secret. And I said, you ready to write? He goes, yeah. He goes, two words, hard work. And he wrote it on the, he wrote it on the napkin. He looked at me, he goes, are you kidding me? That's the answer. So that's the answer. So he puts the napkin in his pocket. They shake my hand. They go in the car. I watch them drive off. Like I gave them gold. And I said, there's a story here. You know, we have children, teenagers, and adults alike walking around lost in a culture of darkness. And I'm going to do something about it. I want to write a book, right? That'll be a roadmap or a blueprint to making better life choices. And that's how it started. And then the book was released about 18 months later, and I get a call from uh, Secretary of Education, and I went to here in Chicago, and I went to go see their team, and they said, we want to teach this book. So I paid them to develop uh, a curriculum that addresses what's called social-emotional learning, helping kids with the critical thinking skills. And then I had a copyright, and I donate that curriculum across the country and around the world. And then a group called RFB&D got a hold of me, Recording for the Blind and Dyslexic. And they wanted to use my book as a CD to inspire kids that are visually impaired have reading disabilities because they feel awkward when you have a disability. I know I was disabled for a while. And so they launched a CD nationally and it affects about 236,000 kids around the United States. And then the following year, the kids are telling me they read my book to their parents. So they said, well, don't they know how to read? They said they don't read English. So we translated the book into Spanish. 
And then the churches found me in, in the in the black pastors and, and bishops and reverends said that they see the kids in the hood with a book, but they can't get them in the church. So they wanted to use a book as a hook to get them in the Bible study, to lead them to Christ. So that's how that happened. And then uh, after working with middle schools and, and high schools and colleges and various other groups, social services, probation, police, I wasn't getting to the elementary school kids. And we all know that uh, gangs are recruiting in elementary school. So we released a graphic novel called Me Barrio. And so we brought the book to life. And, and uh, that book was voted, I believe, 2011 as the best graphic novel in Latin America, Spain, and the United States of America addressing youth issues. It was the number one comic book in the world at that time. And then, and then um, we went out and released an activity coloring book. So I'm proud to say that over the last 15 years, I've invested in the future of our children's education about $400,000, donated over 40,000 books across the country. We are now being taught in classrooms across America and in over 25 countries around the world. Wow. That's a really, really incredible and inspiring story. Um, I wonder, you know, it sounds like such a, an elaborate plan. How much money has it cost you to build what you created so far? Well, as I mentioned, I think I mentioned it's about $400,000 that, that I've invested in the future of our children's education. And, and it was built around prevention over intervention. Right. Because enough people are putting band-aids on bullet wounds. Right. And people don't want to fix the problem because the fact of the matter is if we fix the problem. People lose their jobs. So using big pharma as an example, they don't want to create a cure because that's they're making billions of dollars on, on just treating the ailment. So so I'm approaching it from a from a different angle. Right. And and uh, if I had not self-funded, I have to believe that it wouldn't even be in the system the way it is right now. But we managed to get into the system. And you can pretty much pick any platform you desire because it's more of an anomaly. You know, we're in prisons, uh, better women's shelters, homeless shelters. Like I said before, police, probation, uh, libraries, uh, mental health. So it's one of these things that is just it's got legs now. And we're working with national, international partners. Like I'm an ambassador now for the World Boxing Council who mentors boys and girls in over 165 countries around the world. We have corporate sponsors like Papa John's, you know, who is using here in Illinois, a code called Barrio 10, Barrio is B-A-R-R-I-O one zero gets you 40% off. And with the current economic climate, 40% off is a lot of money. So, so we're finding collaborative ways to reach more kids, like in the esports world. We're getting ready to solidify a deal with the esports world, virtual gamers, that has an audience of 1.3 billion gamers. Wow! So, so, so it's 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 a way to reach kids outside the classroom, unconventional, right? So, rather than following traditional education and trying to work in an institution that's f- fractured. We're working at it from the outside and pulling the kids into us. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And what kind of feedback are you getting from people who have read the books? It's all over the board. I mean, I can tell you that there's so many stories where this girl, uh, before the pandemic, we were talking to 330 kids in Chicago. And she came up to me. She goes, Mr. Renteria, she goes, I wanted you to know I was going to kill myself before I read your book. She had contemplated suicide and the book gave her hope. Well, and then you take it to the other side where the adult said, I quit my job because of you. And I said, why'd you do that? She goes, cause if you can make it, I can make it. And they started their own business. So, so, so it's, it's one of those things where I've been told that, Hey, 
I just got out of prison. I read your book. I'm not going back. I'm going to be a better father and a better husband. Right. And, and so, so kids are getting out of gangs or going on to college, joining the military like I did. So the using the book is kind of a, uh, an example of what could be. And, and I teach the kids, you know, if the dream is big enough, the odds don't matter. Right. And, I, and I, the book teaches character, right. Not just doing what's right when somebody's watching you, but doing the right thing when nobody's watching you. So there's a lot of life lessons in the book that they're not teaching in the classrooms. And it's also, I think, true that you uh, are the first Latino in the world to receive two national Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. awards. How was that and how did that feel? It was, a, it was an honor, you know, to be able to stand on the shoulders of a Dr. King or a Cesar Chavez so that I can now turn the key that opens the door to a whole new world for our kids. You, you talk about uh, your, your the big dreams uh, that you uh, inspire in your readers. What is your ultimate goal with the body of work that you've created? Well, it, it's there's various, various things I'm, I'm pursuing, but one of them ultimately is to get it mandated. It's mandatory read for kids across the United States in every single classroom. And that they use those books and exchange those books for all the guns, knives, drugs, needles, booze, and even the cigarettes. Right. And, and that I can build an ecosystem of people who are mind like who can help change the landscape for our youth across America and around the world. And if people were interested in this mission of yours, how can they help you? Well, they can contact us directly. I'll give you a couple ways. There's a number they can call. It's 312-933-5619. And everybody will get a call back. Right. Nobody gets, you know forgotten and and uh and we get back pretty quickly there's an email they can reach it's robert at the symbol at robert at from the barrio.com that's from the and then b as in boy a r r i o.com and they could always visit the website to learn more at www.fromthebarrio.com i'm just going to ask that for those of you who are out there who can and are willing to please contact us so we can figure out ways to create collaborative partnerships with all of you or as many of you as possible. And together we can make a difference. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. Robert. Truly appreciate it. Thank you so much.